I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, welcome to the Blizzard Watch podcast. It doesn't actually have that original name as yet. But we still have a podcast, and we're very happy to do this podcast because you allow us to do this podcast. This is like the this is the PBS of Blizzard-related podcasts. It's because of listeners like you. Uh, I'm Matt Rossi. I'm hosting. Uh, I feel really strangely energetic for a guy who just almost passed out today. Uh, with me are not one, but two amazing people, wonderful co-hosts, fabulous also possibly cast members of the next Avengers. I'm not entirely sure on this one, but uh, first up, she's always here. She's always amazing. And Stickney. And what have you been doing? Um, let's see. Oh my gosh. Everything I was going to say just flew right out of my head. If this is PBS though, can we say that we're brought to you by the letter T and the number whatever? <laughs> they don't do that Are on Frostfire. They don't do that on every PBS show. <laughs> Oh, that would be weird. The McNeil Lara Report brought to you by the letter T. He's very yes. serious about the letter T, isn't he? Yeah. Do you guys remember 321 Contact? Absolutely. Contact. I love that the shit. Contact. It's the <laughs> reason why everything happens. Contact. Contact. Okay. Wow. So before we. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 321 Contact was amazing and it also included. Mathnet. Um, oh, God. Mathnet was good too. Math, you know, was fantastic. Mathnet. I liked the Bloodhound game. I got I got the I got a picture signed and I got to meet the Mathnet guys oh, that nice. that did their thing. Uh, my dad works at PBS and has so for like thirty years or whatever. So as a kid, I got to meet them. That was fun. Anyways, and yes, there was some Ghost Rider show too. Although we should Ghost really Rider, yeah, we, we should talk about Warcraft, uh, right? Our and Blizzard, Blizzard games Prop- and other Blizzard yeah. games. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we should. <laughs> Sorry. Also, yeah, we should introduce Adam at this point since you know he just came and talked. It's not like <laughs> he doesn't wait to be introduced. He can't be contained. That's just how I am, folks. You, uh, you, you get what you see, and and I'm here. You can't, they don't see anything. <laughs> there you go. It's a podcast. <laughs> you get what you see. Nothing. I, I could be Alex. You know, Alex and I could have for the last like seven years just been reversing our names 
just to screw with oh, it. Oh, I thought you were implying that you like had a split personality and it was Alex. And I'm like, you, you, I gotta give you credit, man. You change your voice really effectively. That's that's what happens with uh, <laughs> with the true with the true multiple personality disorders. There you go. Mm. But uh, yes, we just talked about a lot of stuff that was actually really cool. Uh, are you guys paying attention to Diablo at all? Because they're heading into their second season. You know, I'm going to be honest, I, I haven't, um, just because my main Diablo uh, kick right now has been on my PS4, which is an amazing, amazing thing to play on. And uh, I'm I'm just kind of leveling characters up to 70 and then going and leveling more because it's crazy fun. You know, i got to say, one of the things about having Diablo on consoles is it really, I, I discovered Blizzard on consoles. Like, the first Blizzard game really? I ever played was Diablo for the PS1. Wow. And it actually came in a disc. It was, I had, I remember going, the thing is, I, I, had, I got the PS1 when I was in college. I was living in D.C. at the time. So I got the PS1 basically just so I'd have something to do at night because I didn't sleep at all in college. Mm-hmm. I just did not. So I got the PS1 and I had like a bunch of really weird games. Like I had Xenogears and I had uh, Silent Hill. And then I got, I got it. a friend of mine was like, hey, you know, take, you, take these. You know, I don't want them anymore. You take them. And uh, it was Diablo for the PS1 and Warcraft. I think it was actually Warcraft 2, but I don't remember which one for certain. I remember playing them, like, and one of the things that was really messed up was just, like, Diablo always worked really well on console. Always. It worked extremely well. Mm-hmm. So I think that them putting a Diablo 3 on consoles made a lot of sense, and I hope they kind of continue to work on consoles. Like, I'm looking at Overwatch and thinking, if this isn't on consoles, I don't, I don't know what game you were going to put on consoles. I, I have I mean? I, that is that is like designed for the modern console. Yeah, that is every that is, single way. I mean, so, it certainly could run on computers, but man, that should be on a console. So you was that say? your first Blizzard game? Yeah, it really was. It was the what Diablo. was yours, Adam? Uh, Warcraft two, <laughs> I think, or one. Lost Vikings no. Super Nintendo. <laughs> wow! Yeah. <laughs> wow, you win. <laughs> I've never even played Lost Vikings. Oh I mean, my I gosh, it was so I much fun. See, we were really into um, like the puzzle games and things like that, like Lemmings. And uh, Lost Vikings was kind of along that same genre where it was like you send a guy to do a thing and then you send another guy to do another thing and hopefully you unlock everything and things happen. Right? Um, so yeah, Lost Vikings was a lot of fun. You, you know, I don't want to give away... Like really young. I don't want to give away too much of this, but I, I found out that... A lot of people at Blizzard also have not played Lost Vikings. <gasps> I know. Shock. No, this was this was a few years ago when I was doing amazing game, doing dude. some asking and fun. research. But like a lot of people, oh, like Black no, Thorn. I forgot about Blackthorn. I played Blackthorn. Black I know a lot of those old games. Like a lot of people haven't played them, and it's kind of it's kind of hard to to find them and everything. Apparently, you can get them now. Like um, BattleNet has like free downloads. Well, I know they do now. But this is what this might have been before that. Do they have it for yeah. the Last Viking too? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're kidding me. Nope. Lost Vikings. The sound, the sound in the background is him actually going. It's <laughs> actually pulling it up. It's yeah. It's added. It's been. It, they added it to BattleNet. It's like you can download it. What? When did they do this? Like last year. Ago. Last year. I had no idea. <laughs> We've now prompted a spiritual collapse in Adam Holisky. My job is done. Okay, so, That's so the end of the Blizzard Watch podcast. 
your homework should you choose to accept this is you need to download and play Lost Vikings because it's a lot of fun and curiously addictive. Are, are you saying that Blizzard Watch streams Lost Vikings should be its first Twitch stream? I'm thinking so. I think it will happen tomorrow. Adam night, plays Lost Vikings. It swears a lot. My mom used to play Lost Vikings. See, that was the thing about like the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo and everything. All of our game systems, we had to like fight my mother to play because she decided that she really liked video games and she particularly liked the puzzle games like that. So we always had to fight her to play Lost Vikings. Should blue and watch. whenever she played, she like a sailor every time. I learned most of my most colorful phrases from my mother. <laughs> that's like the, that's like <laughs> playing the only Mario, really, usually. <laughs> that's like the only good memory I have of the time I spent with my dad was we would play stuff on the old Atari. Before it was even the Atari 2600, I don't even remember what it was called. Yeah. Uh, it was just the Atari Toss. And it actually, this, this is like really the old version. This is when it started not working, so we had to put tinfoil across oh. the contact pods inside the, inside the uh, cartridges to get it to work. Okay, so this is pre me yeah. because I I mean I yeah. vaguely remember I vaguely remember Atari like when I was really little and I mean we're talking like 4 or 5 years old my best yeah. friend in Michigan she she and her brother got an Atari and we played Frogger like yeah. for Christmas Th- and her is... mother kept coming in and asking if we wanted to go outside and we were just staring at the television we're like no <laughs> We never want to go outside again, in point of fact. I, yeah. What was the game where you played the little dude that you jumped over the uh, crocodiles? Fall? Pitfall. Pitfall, yeah. Yes, that's, I used to play that all the time at my grandma's house. She had an Atari. Actually, you know, um, it's kind of gotten passed down a little bit, and my aunt right now still has the Atari working. Really? And, yeah, they have it hooked up to their TV and everything. And my cousin, who just uh, is graduating from high school and everything, plays it and whatnot. Yes, for real. Like... A working Atari. It's pretty amazing. We, no, we had, um, had we had the original 1977 launch model. Nice. Oh my it, gosh! It wasn't even called the, the Atari at the time. It was, I mean, it wasn't called the 2600. I don't remember what it was called, but we had that, and it was we had combat and various other games. I've always like when they when they did the molten core joke. Do you remember the molten core joke? Yes. Mm-hmm. That that joke really worked for me because it was exactly how I remember the Atari. Yeah. Yeah, it looked just like an Atari game. <laughs> I, I really want them to actually make that and release it. I would play that. I'm not even kidding. I would totally you play and the You like course. four other people that still own Atari systems. They don't have to release it for the Atari. Just make it, it a ROM and release it. Put it, it in you know? DOSBox or something. Yeah. Have you guys ever played Rock and Roll Racing? Yes. Is we that as amazing? Swear that game. Well, I didn't swear because I was too little. My mom used oh, to swear that, that, that game one, too. Right. <laughs> uh, Matt, did you ever play Rock and Roll Racing? I did not. How about Blackthorn? No, I've not played Blackthorn. Blackthorn was fun. It was ridiculous and fun. I loved it. It was another one of those. We we had we we were like regulars at like the Blockbuster to go like rent video games and yes. things like that. You know what's really weird though about all this conversation? I just it just this just occurred to me. What? You mentioned Pitfall, mm-hmm. which is one of the big Activision games. Yeah. Because oh, Activision, that's right. Activision got its start making Atari games, yep. like Atari-likes, basically. It made cartridges for the Atari 2600. That was how Activision got started. So this this actually all ties back in. We're, we're, we flipped around and we're back to Activision Blizzard. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, seriously. 
So, so you're saying we, you're saying that Pitfall can be an appropriate topic for Blizzard Watch from now on. Sure, why not? I love it. We should it. probably move on to like either top stories or, or emails. I was actually going to so. say, let's, let's actually do top stories first because sure. we never did them first before and I feel like switching stuff up. Why not? So first first up, of course, let's, let's talk about something that's just basically going on in WoW. Uh, they've got the new Dark Moon Fair stuff on the 6.1 PTR, um, which I admit I haven't actually been paying attention to. There's a new race. It's but fun. I, I knew Anne would be, so take it away, Anne. Okay, so there's a new race that you can do, and it starts out at the docks, and um, there's a goblin there that you talk to. Anyway, so you hop on the back of one of those ridiculous purple Darkmoon Striders, and you have to race through a series of courses and go under flags, and you can pick up different things on your way. So there's, like, speed shoes that you can pick up, and then there's, like, these things that you can hit that will blast you into the air and propel you forward. And then there are these electrified trip wires all over the place that you have to avoid because they will slow you down. So it's basically... It's like a racing game. That's all it is. It's just a racing game. <laughs> it's like rock and roll racing. No. Oh, um, my gosh. Anyway, rock and roll racing and no, wow. But it's, a, it's a racing game <laughs> that, that you play. And uh, there's like an intro quest that you can do where you just go out to one pylon and come back again. And then the actual race itself, you have to hit like, I think, four different posts and make it back to the finish line. And the faster you do it, the more achievements you get. There's like a whole set of achievements for this race. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot more fun than I really like expected it to be. I mean, the Dark Moon Fair, it's like, you know, you get your amusement out of the Dark Moon Fair, shooting yourself out of the cannon and trying to hit the stupid little ring of whatever. That's kind of entertaining. You know, it sounds like this is like when they tried to do with the flying rings thing, but like the flying rings is actually pretty fun too. I I had fun with that. I already got my flaming rings. Seriously? My flaming wings. I, I don't have to do that again. I go to the Darkmoon Fair as much as I go to the fair in real life, which is like once a year. I do it every now and again. Um, I've been doing it fairly regularly right now because I'm trying to get all the toys out of it for my toy box. Because I'm very, very close to the 150 toy achievement. Very close. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm at like 144 toys or something like that out of 150. Wow. I collect a lot of things, Adam. I had a lot of things in my bags. I honestly I don't. I honestly don't know anybody with 150 achievement yet. I'm close. I'm very close. It's I also crazy. have a bunch of the um, WoW TCG items that were turned into toys, too. So there is that. But uh, We should point out, though, while we're talking about this, too, is that there are also your heirlooms get upgraded to level 90 now. Yeah. Uh, at, at the, coming in patch 6.1. The armor gets uh, 100, 100 Dark Moon Fair tickets, and yep. the weapons are 120. So there's that, too. You can actually upgrade your heirlooms all the way to 90. Yeah, um, which is kind of cool. Um, it's, there, there isn't like a ton of changes to the Dark Moon. There's just the race. There's the heirloom changes, obviously, because we've got the heirloom tab coming out, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the race in and of itself, like I said, it's pretty fun. I had a lot of fun playing with it. Um, it's suitably entertaining. <laughs> and it's something that I don't think I'd mind getting all of the achievements for, just because it's pretty fun. You could really get zipping along there, too. If you pick up all the little sneakers along the path there, oh, man, I'm going like a million miles an hour. Now you're just encouraging me to go and try this on the PTR tomorrow. You totally should, because it's a I lot will. of fun. After I play um, Lost Vikings, though. 
I have, we have Realm Podcast is saying that Ring Toss got a change to it also. I did not see that. I will have to log on the PTR later and check that out. Well, there's also the new uh, Heroes of the Storm skins coming in as well. Um, one of them is actually pretty cool, even just if you're a you know, Burning Crusade child. Uh, Jaina Proudmore got herself Tier 6 Tempest Regalia. Which is fantastic. It's yeah, like it a recolor. It's like a black and purple kind of recolor of the Tempest regalia, which I think is fantastic. And it looks really nice, too. It looks very Apparently, nice. the, the Lost Vikings, already mentioned several times in this podcast, are going to be appearing as well. See, Lost Vikings, totally relevant. Totally. <laughs> Actually, yes. That's totally one of the relevant. things. Actually, yes. And in the charter, it says we should cover all Blizzard games, including Lost Vikings. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think Anubarak is also... Uh, Getting a reskin, yes, which mm-hmm. is cool because I like a new rock. It, it's a it's a thought. nice, it's a pink skin with white hearts on it. So there's that. If that's your new rock for you, beautiful and cute. Um, while we're talking about Heroes of the Storm, I want to mention two things really quick. Yes, we are getting a Hots columnist. We actually already have some people on staff that are really into Hots. Uh, I I'm into Heroes personally. Uh, but there's others that are more so than me and are much better players than I am. And those people may very well end up writing the column for us, but we do have a couple other folks in mind. Same goes for uh, Hearthstone as well. We have, um, we have a couple on staff already and there's a couple others that we have spoken with and whatnot. So we are getting folks for those. I just wanted to throw that in there in the news section. There you go. Okay. Uh, another brief mention that we'll get on to some emails is that there were hot fixes tonight. Um, nothing major, nothing earth-shattering. They hot-fixed um, Love is in the Air so that the Crushing the Crown quest uh, fixed an issue where the Crown Chemical Company wagon in Darkshore was not granting quest completion credit. Um, then there's some fixes to Blackrock Foundry. Um, I, think Gruel. Hmm? I think my favorite, though, out of all of the hot-fixes, the, the under-bug fixes, was fixed an issue where characters that log out on the Deep Run tram may be unable to log back in. Yeah, that's one kind of concerning, the one, actually. The one above it is actually interesting, that. too. Alliance characters that complete the uh, Primal Combatant achievement are no longer being told to go to Orgrimmar to receive a reward. Oh, my See, gosh. You know what, what that reminds me of? Reminds me of the horrible beating they were going to be taking if they actually go to Orgrimmar for the reward. Your okay. reward is a beating. We're going to go back in time here and tell a story from Vanilla. Back okay. on my very first okay. character, Night Elf Druid. Okay, I'm um, gonna give you like I'm gonna give you like forty seconds uninterrupted before I try and steer us back to something that we should be talking about. We okay. should cover the last news item too, by the way. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so Nomergon. Um there was a quest in Nomergon that you could get as an alliance player. It was a horde quest. And I picked it up on my Night Elf Druid and I got the quest and in I completed the quest and in order to turn the quest in, you had to go to a goblin at the back of Orgrimmar. And you could talk to that goblin because the goblin was part of the Steamweedle cartel, so he was neutral. You could talk to him. You just had to go through the hordes of raging, angry orcs to get to him. I did successfully complete that quest and turn it in, and I got the quest reward, and I still have it on that character. That was the quest that you would actually turn in more easily by going in through the other entrance. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was fun. I think (laughs) I died, like, six times trying to get to that stupid goblin to turn it in. <laughs> I actually successfully I actually successfully got to him with only one death. Really? But here's how I did it is I actually jumped off of buildings to die at his feet. Ah, oh, see, my uh 
my server was a very busy server. This was a PVE server. So, uh, yeah, they saw the things come up for, oh, hey, there's a night elf in there. Oh, look, it's a squishy one. Because I was doing Nomergon at level. So it was like, oh, level 20 night elf. Let's stomp it. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. is the, Here's the way I did it is I got on the blimp. Oh. The one from Thunder Bluff. Because you could get into Thunder Bluff real easy back then because there was never anybody there. Oh, that was so much fun, that blimp so ride. I actually took the blimp from Thunder Bluff mm-hmm. and jumped off. So that was how I got there. But anyway, okay. You wanted to talk about – what did you want to talk about, Adam? Uh, I would just the, – the investor call. Okay. And everything, right? So, like, WoW is stable at ten million. Well, as, as of the of, end of the yeah. fourth quarter, as of as of the fourth quarter, right? So yeah, that's December thirty first for Blizzard Activision. Activision. So that's not Blizzard. counting January, February. Yeah, true. And yes, there probably is a decline in January and February uh, to some extent, but people were saying that it was like a fifteen day thing that WoW was going to be at ten million. No, it lasted until the end of December. It, was the it uh, went on for quite a while, and it might still be there. Yeah. Because they were coming out with BlackRock Foundry, so people are probably coming back for that if they, you know. Actually, when, when I heard, listened to the call, one of the points that they made, and they made this point like three or four times, was that both Diablo 3's Reaper of Souls expansion and World of Warcraft's Warlords expansions did better than they expected. Yep. Um, Hearthstone and and they they mentioned this Hearthstone and Destiny brought in combined eight hundred and fifty million. Now Destiny say, is an Activision yeah. only game, correct? Yeah, correct. They, they brought. I don't know why. That's how they kept putting it. That is exactly their phrasing was Destiny and Hearthstone combined brought in eight hundred and fifty million. I don't know why Destiny and Hearthstone hmm. were combined in this. I don't know which. Probably game. because Destiny is kind of uh, not doing terribly well, and they All don't I know is. It. That's how they put it. Is Destiny yeah. and combined did the, the actual million. numbers on the earnings call because when when you listen to one of these earnings calls, they flash up slides and they show you the actual numbers of things. Um, Destiny was doing. I I didn't think it was doing bad personally because I mean you throw around numbers in the millions or whatever, and to me that seems like a pretty good thing. But I don't know anything about business stuff, so <laughs> this is why I'm yeah. not in charge. But Hearthstone was like hand over fist better yeah, hearthstone's doing very well um, very well he talked about you know the two expansions that have already come out for hearthstone um they, they were very excited about gnomes and goblins and the other thing they talked about was what blizzard's cut coming out um, yeah they, they really talked about the heroes of the storm they were very excited about that they're excited about heroes of the storm because it's basically it's a much you know more it's a different market game. friendly game. Well, yeah, but they they were talking specifically about markets because it's a right. it's an earnings call. They don't care, you know. Yeah, they don't care about how cool it is. They care about you know will people spend money on this because it's well, the, you know. And the answer is Hots is going to do very well overseas. Right, yeah. and when I said it's a different game, I meant it's a different genre of game, and it's one that Blizzard hasn't quite tapped into yet. Yeah. And they also, that's one of the things about Overwatch that they had them really excited. They yeah. were like really, really, really yes. bullish on Overwatch, way more than I expected. Yeah. I think they're trying to build up hype for it. Um, one, thing that, uh, one thing that I want to address here too, though, you know, there's this, supposedly, we never covered it on the other site, and we're not going to cover it on this site because it's complete junk, is there was a rumor out that supposedly was from some internal Blizzard source that said, uh, they're disappointed with uh, Hero's response and they're not expecting much from Overwatch or something along those lines, right? Um, that is entirely, entirely categorically denied from multiple sources. Well, plus the numbers that they were reporting for Hearthstone weren't matched on the earnings call, so there you go. 
I mean, just rumors. Somebody can say they are a Blizzard leak and supposedly make it on every website and get quoted on Forbes and whatnot these days. So that's why I don't put a lot of anything behind rumor, the rumor mill. No, unless there's something solid behind it to like back it up. In which case, it isn't a rumor anymore. It's news. So you know, there you go. All right, let's uh, at this point, let's move on because we have emails to cover, and that is what we do here. Um, the, of course, if you want to send an email, this is the part where I admit that I have forgotten what our new email address is already. Ha ha, here it is. It's <laughs> podcast at blizzardwatch.com. So send your emails to podwa- podcast at blizzardwatch.com. Ignore that I just said podwast because I don't know what that was. Uh, you know, and we'd be more happy, you know, we'll be more happy to, you know, take your emails and, you know, Put them on the show as many as we can and answer them as best we can. Any topic welcome, uh, pretty much any game welcome. Although, you know, right now, if you do send us the huge um, Lost Vikings email, you've been dying to send us all this time. Only Anne's really going to be able to answer it. But I so, will. She will. She absolutely will. Enthusiastically. Send us a Lost Vikings email, please. <laughs> First one is actually, some of these were comments on the post because we hadn't had the email address set up until t- like yesterday. So... This first one is from Lernex. Uh, question. Seeing how you have the latest news from Mr. Pandaria, do you know if the world bosses from that expansion still spawn? Uh, categorically, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Absolutely. I just went and punched Ordos in the face the other day. Did you beat him? Uh, no, because I had to go. Oh. I literally was leaving the house, and I was like, I'm going to go hit Ordos in the face. Did he ever was- give you your thing? Oh, no, of course not. Oh, he's never given me high shoulders. He never will. It's actually quite amusing. <laughs> but they have haste. They're very important. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like—I actually wouldn't have minded having them on one of the two alts I'm leveling. I'm currently That's leveling two ninety alts. Uh, one of them's already ninety three, and I would have liked to have them just you know for the next few levels. I'd love to have them for transmog because if I did, I would always transmog to them and never transmog away from them. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, because I—I I have to. They have my name on them. But no. I just have mine in my bank, and they will stay there forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. Nope, never, never got It isn't shoulders. a hood. It's not actually. It actually looks kind of funny, but I don't care. I'm keeping it anyway. It yeah. has my name on it. <laughs> so yeah, no, if, if you have the shoulders, especially if you're a paladin, by all means, tweet to me how you have them, because you're going to anyway, because that's what <laughs> you guys do. <laughs> I don't know how many people I I got who like emailed me and said, I got, I got your hat today. And I'm like, that's great. I haven't. (laughs) Oh, no. Besides, besides at least you guys have items named after you. Besides Ordos, I know that the Shah of Anger is up because I've heard him yelling. Uh, In fact, he seems to just stay up because I don't think anybody cares to kill him. Galleon's definitely up. I've seen him. Yeah. Doing the shouty they- thing with the explosions across the ravine. As for I don't I don't know if Nalak's up because I haven't been out there, but I assume he's up. Yes. Okay. He's up and he talks all the time. I am bored of thunder over and over and over again. I don't know what people are doing out there. <laughs> They're probably doing their own. Actually there's no reason to do your legendary anymore. Well I, I guess you if can. you have the quest you finish it. You I can you think finish you can- it? I think you can finish it if you have the quest, but I'm not 100% on that. I believe you can't pick it up anymore. They made it so that you can't pick it up anymore. Yeah. There is no getting the legendary cloak anymore, as far yeah, as I, I know. You can still go buy it if you already had it. 
Yeah. She felt like it for some whatever reason. I don't know why you would, but you I can. just kept mine in the bank because I keep everything in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, pretty much they all seem to be up. So yeah, go ahead, go nuts. They're probably a lot easier to farm than the, the Burning Crusade world bosses. Yeah. Those guys are impossible to find because someone kills them within minutes. As soon as they're up, somebody kills them. I found Kazakh once, and I think I punched him three times, and he died. Yeah, it's not that they're hard to kill. It's just that they are always being killed. I was trying to farm the axe, the Ethereum Nexus Reaver. Oh, yeah, I was trying to farm that for a while. And it just The guys, they're killing killing, uh, world, whatever. Whichever one, the the one in uh, in Shadow Moon Valley is. Yeah. I forget what his name is. The big robot dude. He just, he gets killed instantly. He's never even alive. So, well, yeah. and the thing about the Burning Crusade world bosses is that they don't spawn on a regular basis. It's kind of rare to find them. So when you do, yeah, it takes you two seconds them. to kill them. And then who knows when they're going to respawn again? Nobody. So they're not not—they're nowhere near as easy to camp as, say, you know, the Mists of Pandaria guys who are there pretty much all the time. Yeah. This is making me very nostalgic. But let's Doom move on Reaver, to the next thank email. you, Cranky Dank. Okay. <laughs> Doom Reaver. Yeah, you would know, man. <laughs> Only person I know who's worse about transmog than I am. Actually, he's not worse about transmog than I am, but he's pretty close. <laughs> uh, okay, next one up is from Scorm. Uh, okay. Hi, guys. Scorm here, Undead Hunter from Nazjatar. I'd like to hear your thoughts on two things. First, I have an idea about how to handle flying. I think players should only be able to mount a flying mount in a zone controlled by your faction or from your garrison. You can fly anywhere, but once you landed, you'd be stuck on the ground. Thoughts? Also, for Matt and Anne, I suspect Cadgar is really medieval in disguise. <laughs> I don't think the real Cadgar has left Outland. Think about it. He's weirdly young, he turns into a raven, and he has Atiash. There's no way that's not medieval. Love the new site, guys. Thanks. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the second part first. I'm at this point, I think that Cadgar is actually Cadgar just because nobody else thinks Cadgar is Cadgar. See, and I'm like conspiracy theorist extraordinaire, and I don't think he's medieval because I think that's too obvious. See, Who do you I think don't... he is then, Anne? <laughs> have I or did I just open a can of worms? This? I don't think you have. I don't remember. Okay, so I talked about this. You wrote a it... KYL about it, so yeah, I guess I Adam just read it. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I guessed. I had a guest spot on the Training Dummies podcast last week, by the way. If you want to hear me babble on about lore for two and a half hours, go download the latest Training Dummies podcast. That's where you can hear it. But I talked about this a little bit. I honestly, honestly, what I think happened when Medivh slash Sargeras in The Last Guardian sucked... Cadgar's powers out of him and, and, and took out like his youth, right? Aged him. He was doing that as like he was preparing the husk. And <laughs> when they beheaded Medivh, Sargeras's spirit didn't vanish. It moved to Cadgar. And Cadgar was so weak and so disoriented that he didn't even know it. Okay. I, so, you know, I don't think. And- what? I've known you for five years that I've known really not to doubt your crazy theories. So yeah. I'm just going to nod my head. Okay. You just go ahead and nod your head. Yep. But I think, I don't think that's, I don't think that's Cadgar. I seriously, I don't think that's Cadgar. He keeps talking about Goldan like he has this close personal relationship with Goldan, like he knows Goldan and, and he doesn't. Cadgar, the, the most activity Cadgar had with Goldan was with Goldan's skull. It was not with Goldan himself. There was no interactivity between the two of them. 
Yeah, unfortunately, though, this goes as much for the Medivh theory as it would for the Sargeras theory. Kind of, yeah. the Sargeras theory. Because Medivh had plenty of contact with, with Gul'dan. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But the thing However, is, Medivh, Medivh slash Sargeras had contact with Gul'dan. We should yeah, leave this for the remembers, first podcast that we do one day. Well, yeah. I, I'm just going to say this much, though. Like I said, it's not that the theory is bad, but just everybody thinks Cadgar isn't Cadgar. Everybody. I'm sorry, but when Gul'dan... Okay, so when you finish the first chunk of the legendary question, and we're going to talk spoilers here. I'm sorry if you haven't gotten there yet and finished getting your bro stones or whatever they're called. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> they're abrogator <laughs> stones, but it's easier sweet to just stones. call them the bro stones. Okay, sweet. so <laughs> bro stones, so just sweet. carry them around. Anyway, so when you finish that quest and you go in, Cadgar says, cool, now I get to talk to, or I get to track down Gul'dan and he summons this vision of Gul'dan, and it's Gul'dan, and Gul'dan's looking at him, and he goes, I've heard a lot about you, Cadgar. Seems we have quite the history. And the thing is, is when he's talking and he says, Cadgar, there's quotes around Cadgar. It's like, I've seen you too, air quote, Cadgar. Seems we have quite the history. It's like, could you guys be any more obvious? Like, slap Aww. the face with it, right? I don't think that's Cadgar. I seriously don't. He's way too obsessed with power. Everybody's kind of like a little bit worried about what this guy is up to. And I also like there's something going on there where Cadgar is working with these watchers, right? He's working with the watchers. And I'm I'm not going to go too far into that because that's another tinfoil hat thing that I'm working on that I'm still tracking down. But I will say that there's something very strange about the fact that he's working with these particular people. And that's that. That's that. Should we talk about the flying question now? Yeah, yes. sure. Uh, I honestly, I'll be completely honest with you. At this point, I don't miss flying. Neither do I. Doesn't really. The only time it's bothered me yet is occasionally there's a node in a place where I can't get to it because it's not actually close to me. It's I don't have a gathering profession, and I think that's probably yeah. why it doesn't bother me at all. That's the only time it bothers me, and it's not that big a deal because I played in vanilla and I had this happen to me all the time in vanilla. Yeah. And I think that's honestly. That's the, the as much as they've designed Warlords as a brand new expansion with all the tricks that they've learned over the past few years, if you want to find the place that in terms of how they design the zones, in terms of how they feel, go to vanilla. Yeah. Because look at the original Blasted Lands and then look at Frostfire Ridge. It's that same kind of like pockets of activity separated by like whacked out stuff. Yeah. Like you remember back in like back in the in vanilla when you'd be doing the blasted lands no sorry the burning steps and you just run into that molten giant who was just wandering around the zone mm-hmm. that was the just, worst part yeah but that's the kind of thing that they that's all over frostfire ridge weird monster just hanging out over here you can kill him you know i don't i i think the the tide has turned from people wanting flying to people like let's just not bring it back I, just, I mean, I don't even, it's not even that I think flying's bad, and I understand why people want it, but it's just that for this, for this expansion, until we're, like, I think we'll probably see it when we go to uh, Tanan. Maybe. I yeah, don't think probably. we'll see it in Tanan, but I think by that point, they well, might let us have it elsewhere, because Tanan will be the new hotness, much in the way that, you know, when we had the uh, Isle, the Timeless Isle, the Isle sends Tim, as I like to call it, uh, when we had that, that had no flying, and it was fine because it was the new place to go. If I feel like that that might happen with Tanon. If Blizzard I is, I, I think if Blizzard is going to design zones like they have in Draenor in the future, like 
we we just don't need flying until mid expansion at the latest. I I just, I just don't want it. I don't even want it in six point one at this point. Bring I it have, in six two or I don't even want it in six two or six three. I just don't really see a purpose for it at this point. And a lot of it has to do with how they've kind of designed and put together end games such as it is right now. Um most of my time is spent in my garrison or in a raid without much in between there. And, you know, again, I don't have a gathering profession. I've got jewel crafting and engineering. So I don't really have a reason to go out and get crafting nodes or things like that. There's not really much reason for me to go around and do other stuff right now. And then uh, I ha- I have, the garrison um, campaign I- quests, you didn't. There was no reason to have flight for those either. You don't. You can't. It would flight would make no sense. It would add nothing to them. I would. Yeah. I would like to go and do Ashran, but I can never get in. So <laughs> I kind of just stay in my garrison and hang out all the time. I'd love to do Ashran, but the the queue time for Ashran is like four hours. Or right. Something. I mean, I'm you like, know, I, no, I can't do that. I, I hang out with uh, I hang out with the ghost of Am and go collect bro stones all day. So that's bro pretty much what I do. I don't want to like sound like I'm complaining too much or be like bitter or whatever, but I gotta say that at this point in time. Warcraft, the biggest problem Warcraft faces, the biggest issue that the game's longevity and its its qualities faces are queue times. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they they really do, like, they completely control the play experience for the people that experience them. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Ashran queue time, the, you know, if you're a DPS player trying to get into a dungeon and queue time, and let's be honest, that's most players. Most players are DPS. That's why there are queues. Uh, if most players weren't DPS, there wouldn't be a queue for a DPS trying to get into a dungeon or an uh, LFR. So that, to me, that's way more important than flight. Like, flight, at this point, I know some people really, really want it, and I get why you really, really want it. And there's some cases where I think it would be nice to have, but I don't think it's really important to the way the game is designed right now. It's not. Well, cool. Well, I think we're all in agreement. Amazing. Just, wow, that's rare. Yeah. Quick, talk, talk, <laughs> talk about Derrida or something. Get my blood up. Oh, my God. Uh, next one's from Ask Moo. Uh, Ask Moo <laughs> asks, one question I do have for you. Will you be posting the book list on the new site? I've read most of them, but the books were borrowed, and I'm filling out my electronic library whenever I have a few silver to spare. Uh, yes. Anne? Yes. I am currently working on that. I can't just copy-paste, so I have to, like, rework it, which I'm and, in the middle of working on right now. So. And we're going to do book lists for all the uh, IPs, right? Eventually. Um, well, well, you talked m- to me about doing Diablo, and I said that I would work on it. Yeah, okay. Rossi's going to work on a Diablo, uh, a chronological Diablo book list, which is pretty cool. Um, I think probably when I'm done with a Warcraft one, I may go ahead and look into StarCraft mm. and see I if mean, I maybe can I'll do this StarCraft. one together. Huh? Maybe I'll do the StarCraft one. Maybe I read all those. StarCraft one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yes, we'll have them for sure. And we'll have them for all of them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what they do with Overwatch in terms of story. Like, Yeah. I know. I want it's an quite, animated series just based on the trailer. I Seriously, the, the trailer has convinced me that Blizzard at some point should just do animated series. That and the, and what they've yep. done with the uh, like the Lords of War thing and the... Uh, the oh, God, I can't remember the name they, of the they, before it. What was the thing called before? Uh, story of Pandaria, right? The, yeah, the Pearl but, of Pandaria or whatever it was. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't called Pearl no. of Pandaria. It was the... Anne would know. She's not answering Burdens of Shaohao. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Burdens of Shaohao. Those two things were really, really well done. I mean, they're not... It's limited animation, but that's... It, they it were beautiful. Well, well you got 
you have to imagine they were thinking about it. I mean, they yeah. would be insane not to at this point, right? Yeah. I hope to. I'd I like hope. to see some kind of like short series type thing where they go into like, I don't know, maybe not necessarily stuff that has to do with the current story at hand, but stuff like, you know, you go through. Um, well, it's like the whole history of this Overwatch thing, like, you know, what yeah. the Overwatch is, how it, you know, saved the world and how I'd it's I'd like to see it for that. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, purely Warcraft specific. What I'd like to see that team do next is I'd like to see them, like, touch on old legends and tales from the various races of Azeroth because I think that would be fun. And it's also something that you could do as, like, one-shots. I just want a Maraud series. A Maraud series would be great too. Let's get some creation. <laughs> get the creation myths going on. It would be a problem yeah, too, though, Ann. Things like that, and like you know, old troll legends, old orc legends, that kind of right. thing. You know, human fairy tales. Oh, what do the fairy oh, tales oh, of the oh, humans oh, of Azeroth no, look like? That no, kind of thing. It'd no, be cool. No. Oh, if you're doing old legends, there's only one race that gets its old legends first, and that's the Tauren. The Tauren too. <laughs> I would love to see Tauren anything. We here's don't have much in the way know, of Tauren stuff. Here's here's exactly why we need to see the Tauren. Because th- there's this whole creation myth the Torrin have, which is – it's one of the more detailed creation myths, and you can go read it in Thunder Bluff. It's in these scrolls. It's along the, oh, the side of you – know, They should animate those scrolls. That would be cool. And Ooh, there you one, go. Of the th- one of the things about those scrolls that's really messed up is the Torrin creation myth is basically that the Earth Mother was suffering for because of, quote-unquote, whispers from below. Yeah. And she stretched out her hand, and her shadow became the Torrin. They rose up out of the dirt yeah. to protect her. I want to see what the heck that is. What do you, yeah. what do you mean, the hand Wouldn't over the earth? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, I want to know, what's the deal with, with Anshe and, and, you know, did, did the eye got pulled out and thrown into orbit? I, what? Show me this. Like, if it's just a legend and show it to me figuratively, I, I want to see this thing. It, it's crazy. It's like almost like Fantasia level weird. The Torrent have some messed up <laughs> stuff going on. It's like Night on Bald Mountain. Go for it, you know. Animate yeah. that. We've seen. I mean, I got nothing against orcs, but we've seen plenty of orcs. Like just, yeah, we have. I'd be okay with seeing some troll stuff because while we had plenty of troll dungeons, we have not actually covered all that much troll history aside from like you know how yeah, the trolls messed up from everything. Like back with like the first empires, right? And the dark trolls and all of that stuff. I think right. Cool. I want old stuff. I okay, want really so we should probably move on to another email because we're so off topic here. Uh, that's, you know, we were but the answer to Ask Moo, yes, it is in progress. It will be there. <laughs> uh, next question is from Kovarian, and this one's about KYL. So, the, the, you know, I, neither Anne nor I will be able to talk about it at all because we have no idea what that is. Yeah. Uh, just got to the point where you would said you wouldn't do 4K, you know, 4,000 word KYLs. Please do, or at least give a preview with 1,500 or so, but have a link to a longer expanded version. So if there's room with the, with the money, consider, you know, the one vote for a long form article with a short form abstract. Caveat, my love for KYL comes from the TFH segments, not necessarily the canon based ones. So while others might like those more, I'm definitely in favor of the crazy speculation for 10,000 word articles. But for those non-speculation ones, maybe shorter. Okay. Uh, I, I don't I, know that I, we, we're not going to write 10,000 word articles very often. Kovarian. Uh, no. Kovarian, yeah. honey. I have short fingers to begin with. If I start writing 4,000 word articles every week, I won't have any fingers left by the end of the year. <laughs> and I'm I know not- as much as you guys love that kind of thing, and I am perfectly content to go on and on and on and on. 
it, it for my sanity and, and you know to avoid that whole carpal tunnel thing, it would probably be best if I kept it in a word count. <laughs> so yeah, what? the thing is, word count. I, we're not doing the word count just because we're you know we hate words. We're, we're doing it because it is it's the only way to be sane about this. Yeah, it, it'd be very easy. Even the thing I wrote today, which was you know a relative, I didn't write it today. I wrote it like last week, but even the thing I put up today about the third host was I I deliberately didn't tinfoil hat that. I just presented what we know because it would have been easy to pump that thing up to 3K words. It would have taken nothing. I restrain myself a lot. That's why occasionally you'll get a big post, but we don't want to do them all that way. Then they're not special anymore. I I would rather see the time that would go into writing and editing and producing a four to 5,000 word piece instead go towards producing a separate lore podcast which you all know is something we're kicking around a little bit so i think given given those two choices we would probably go the other way to be honest yeah. but kyl's there and kyl is going to cover or already is going to cover a larger subject material than um just wow as well so you, more kyl two you get two columns every week you get one on monday one on friday so i mean there's quite a bit of lore there to be had don't worry just yeah, because it's, not, like it's not 4,000 words doesn't mean it's not going to be good. It will be. <laughs> it's not like you have to worry about it not happening. If anything, you'd probably have to stop us more yeah. than anything else. All right. The next one is a relatively big email, which is, you know, we actually got a couple emails this week, and they weren't all comments, which is nice. And, again, the uh, email address is going to be podcast at blizzardwatch.com. So, you know, just reminding you guys to use it. Uh, this one is from... Karsh, a Gilnean druid of Cenarius on Silvermoon Realm. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. There's something about the new expansion that is perplexing me. In the opening of the X-Pack, a quick assault force including Marad, Goel, Cadgar, ourselves, and several others go on a suicide mission into the past version of Draenor and destroy their dark portal, leaving us stranded. Except we aren't stranded. Cadgar is one, one of, if not the most powerful mage on Azeroth, and he could only sustain a portal to Azeroth for a short time to allow only a rudimentary number of people to, in to establish a garrison. And apparently every single person he summoned is also an extremely powerful mage because more and more people keep showing up on Draenor and just disappearing later for no rhyme or reason. Draka, for instance, just seems to show up one day. With no, were you Draka? Draka's from there, man. I think he means maybe that when she just sort of appears in your garrison... But no, no, but, but that dr- I mean, drunk is from... He she's must from Draenor. I mean, she probably just hopped on a wolf road over oh, from... He, he means Agra. He means Agra. Oh, Agra. Okay. He must mean Agra. That's yes. the only way that makes sense. Yes, oh. that would... Okay. It can't be just as simple as they are traveling through the Dark Portal on Azeroth side because the Draenor side was destroyed, which means either the Azeroth connection doesn't work at all a la Stargate, or Azeroth's portal is forcing the Draenor portal open despite the damaged frame. But if that were true, then why did Medivh need to build a portal in the Black Morass all those years ago? I always thought mage portals like those in Dalaran and Shatrath and the Sentinel players back to Stormwind the Lakes were gameplay over lore. Now I can't tell the difference. I apologize for writing such a long question, but the whole portal thing has really been vexing me. Thank you for reading and answering. Car Shield Android. All right, I'm going to take a stab at this because that, to me it's fairly simple. Okay. Uh, yes, Cadgar is a very powerful mage, and thus he can open the portal for a few moments, close it, rest up, and then open a portal again. Close it, rest up. Keep in mind, months pass. Yes. Months and months pass. When you when you are level still like level ninety one ninety two I know this because I just did it. 
when you go out to your your city, Warspear or Stormshield, and I go out to Warspear on my Tauren, the first thing they tell me is it took them months to build that. It's been months since we first opened the, the you know, we first came through. Uh, the establishment of your garrison took months. They and can't just like snap their fingers, build that overnight. Yeah, and it takes months. While you're in Frostfire or uh, Shadowmoon, months are passing. The Iron Horde is not idle, and neither are you. And neither is Cadgar, whoever Cadgar actually is. <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing stuff. When the you person see wearing him, the Cadgar suit. <laughs> when you see him uh, in, 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 I want to say, Tanan? No, not Tanan. Talador. Yeah. Talador. When you see him in Talador, uh, he's got a tower built. Now he's mm-hmm. a mage, so he can do stuff. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying he just went out and laid the bricks himself, but nevertheless, the guy has his own little tower and everything. Uh, time has been passing. Things happen. This is actually the most interesting. They tried to do this in Mists of Pandaria to give you a sense that time had passed between, like, when you first got there and so forth. But they're really doing it this time. Yeah. Time has, like, I, I would say by the time you're level 100, you may have been there a year. Admiral Taylor, the the garrison log for Admiral Taylor kind of goes into that too. Yeah, it mentions the passage of time. So I mean, and and that's when you hit Spires of Iraq, and you've been there for a while. By the time you get to to Spires of Iraq, and you spoilers run into Admiral Taylor's garrison, it's been not working for at least a couple months. Like everybody's it's deserted. Yeah, it's. So, yeah, I mean, I would say at least, what would you say, like six months at least? If not at a year. least, probably six to eight. Yeah, you've, th- th- this, it, there's plenty of time for Cadgar to open a portal briefly, get a couple of people through, go rest up. If the Alliance brought any mages through, now those guys can open portals, like, briefly. The same with the Horde. The Horde's got some, you know, got blood blood elves for their mages now. They've got plenty of people who know how to open portals. It's not that they can't open a portal. It's that they can't open a huge portal that you can march an army through. They like, can't open a dark portal. Yeah, it's invading a planet by means of bringing two or three guys over at a time. Not terribly effective. No. It's one of the reasons we're having such a hard time is because we can really only bring over a few people at a time. Uh, you know, And unless we, you know, get Gul'dan and get a Gul'dan battery installed, we can't really make anything yeah. large scale. <laughs> it, it comes down to well, like... Well, that's you know, not an orc anymore. He's just like a giant Duracell. <laughs> That's what he was. You know, this is really hurting my evil mystique. (laughs) They were just like, here, plug him in. He's like a transistor. Got him at Radio Shack. Anyway. What kind of devices can Gul'dan power? (laughs) Everything. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, I'm sorry, man. Gul'dan, when, you know, in the words of, you know, of the Ghostbusters, (laughs) it just. When someone asks you if you're God, you say yes. When someone asks you what if it's going to cost them, what it's going to cost them to get ultimate power, you soft sell it, man. You, you do not open with everything. everything. Oh, oh, you know, <laughs> few favors. Your soul, but you don't need that. And all your children's souls. I mean, you know that hat you picked up last Tuesday? We'd like that. Also, your just soul. the hat. And we'd like to artificially age a few of your children to adulthood. 
Just a but few of them. Just a couple, a handful, you know. Rend, I mean, what was Rend going to do with his life? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's not like he had any ambition. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, you named your kids Rend and Mame. Come on. <laughs> what were they going to do? Were they going to be a vice principal? I don't think so. <laughs> principal Blackhand. Uh, I, I'm just why picturing you... Saved by the Bell. Only Mr. Yeah. Belding is Rend <laughs> Oh my God. Screech. Yeah, very different kind of show. Karash <laughs> Hellscream is Slater. Oh no. Thrall is Zach. Zach. Agris Kelly. Everything's going on. And yeah. then all of a sudden like, Thrall just stops and looks at the camera. Thrall just see, says, what I was doing here was <laughs> freeze. Okay, so <laughs> Go well! <laughs> oh yeah, saved by the war chief. Okay, this last one is from Laguatu. Uh Lagawatu um says summary. Number because he he lost he wrote a really long comment, so we're going with the summary here. Okay. One, does podcast have to be an extended audio version of the queue? Two, what kind of questions do you want for the podcast? For the second answer, the second part of your question is easy answer. Whatever you guys want to ask us. And go yeah, ahead. Lost we Vikings. are not picky. <laughs> yes. yes, they're determined to do that Lost Vikings podcast. So if you could please send us as many Lost Vikings questions. And Blackthorn, do not leave Blackthorn out. Yeah. And, you know, for that matter, you know, uh, this is this is actually a serious question. Now, if you want to ask us questions about the original Warcraft games or Diablos one or two or the original Starcraft, go ahead. Even if we can't Please. answer them, you know, I mean, we'll look them up. Uh, there's, I mean, I I know I can talk about the original Diablo all day, and uh, I know it makes my wife happy to talk about Diablo two because it's one of her favorite games of all time. So you know, hey, yeah, you got a question, ask it. We don't care. And the podcast does not have to be extended audio cue. It's just what we've been doing seems to work pretty well. Yeah, I mean, we we could have more features. The, the, the problem is with having too many features is you shorten the amount of time that you have for questions. And we do like to answer the questions. We like we feel that it kind of makes us different from other ver- other podcasts out there. Because all uh, they do is cover the news. We do that. We write about that on a daily basis. So why not answer questions in this one? Yeah, I do. I do like the fact that we did the news first this time around, and I think we should keep doing that because I, I like. I like how that felt. That felt good. Well, I mean, you know, we, we you guys, it's up to everybody, really. It's you know, not, certainly not my call. Yeah. But if you like doing it, why not? The thing for me is, I just I like the question answering because it feels like it's our way to like interact with you guys. Um, yeah. Give you know we we answer whatever questions you send us. That tells us what you want us to talk about. I don't think the idea of doing a lore podcast would have happened if we hadn't looked at all the questions we get and said, you know, we get a lot of lore questions. Mm-hmm. Maybe people would like that. So, Adam, we're we're not a Q podcast, but whatever you want it to be, lore questions or not, we hope to one day create a lore podcast, hopefully. And uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of it, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else we should bring? Well. We can just mention briefly that love in the love is in the air has been going on, so hopefully that's been working out for you. If you hope you got whatever you wanted, if you got that bird mouth, whatever. Uh, I or hate you, this holiday. <laughs> or you haven't, or you haven't gotten it. I, I guess that's also a possibility. 
Uh, I'm sorry. It's funny for me right now. The game is all about like I just I've really just started playing more. I I was playing on my my level 100 alt my level 100 main for a while, but I've really decided to stop playing him and like to basically try and do it over because I think I made so many mistakes when I leveled him. Uh, so many mistakes in terms of what Carison I got. So many mistakes in, to- in terms of like what I did with the character that I really am actually enjoying releveling. So right now I've got like three that I'm working on. One's getting closer to 94, one's 92, and there's the level one alt that is actually now level 14. Nice. So that's what that's what I've been doing in the game. What have you guys been doing before we take off? Uh, I've been doing uh, almost nothing this last week, to be honest. Most of the sites have been taking my You've time. You've been a little but, uh, busy, yeah. I have been. But um, no, I'm doing Garrison. That's cool. You know, right? And? I have, let's see, uh, in-game been doing mostly Garrison stuff. Got LFR run this week. I don't really need to do High Mall anymore because I, I finished that whole Legendary Chain thing. I just kind of like doing it now because it's gold. And it's also, um, sometimes I get drop items and I can disenchant them with my hut. And then, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, I've been working on, obviously, I've been working on collecting toys. So, um, going back to Pandaria and trying to farm the rares for the toys that they drop and that kind of thing. Um, that's been that's kind of occupying my time. All right. Well, that's the show then, guys. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. As always, uh, we couldn't do the show without you. Literally, we could not do the show without you. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And, and that's it. Ace, good night, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.